You're listening to the Live and Fit Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Edgington, and welcome to today's episode. What's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode. I'm so glad you're here because I'm so excited to talk to some of the mamas out there today. I consider this being a balancing being a fit parent and whatnot, but I really, really wanted to hit home with some of my mamas out there because, of course, I can relate to that. And I also have lived in so many different seasons of being a new mom, being a single mom, being a military spouse mom. I've gone through quite a few opportunities obstacles in that department. And I just felt like I could share that with you guys and give my experience and maybe give you a little bit of motivation, a little encouragement because it's the new year and I'm loving everyone's positive momentum. Always remember that if you did not accomplish everything you wanted to last year, it's okay. It's just another day. Just because the year changed, just because the date changed, it's just another day, but it is nice to start fresh. It's just like a nice timeline to be able to look back and see what you accomplished in that year, but don't beat yourself up if you need to roll over some of those tasks into the new year. It's it's just another day. But let's dive into two of my favorite topics, two of my favorite hobbies, and just two things that I think that I'm pretty good at, which is one, being a gym girly, and to being a mom. I got to pat myself on the back sometimes because even when I think I could be better, we're doing the things and my daughter is happy and healthy and I could not ask for a better role in life. But sometimes it's really, really hard and trying to balance those fitness goals and those new goals that we have and trying to also be a better mom, be a present mom, maybe a wife, a friend. We are always striving to be selfless and then sometimes we forget to fit ourselves in. So it's very important important that we take that time out for ourselves because here's the catch. When you start putting off your physical fitness, whether that's being in the gym and wanting to have a certain physique or just actually getting out there and doing a little extra cardio or getting some movement in, taking a workout class because it's for your health, it's essential for human beings to have physical activity And sometimes we just put it off and sometimes we just don't have that extra time. I understand that we have to like make sacrifices, but maybe I can give you some ideas on how to maneuver that. But even that cliche saying that you can't pour from an empty cup. I mean, guys, you have to fill your own cup. I hate using cliche sayings all the time, but I will use that one through and through because we have to live by that. And whenever you're unhealthy physically and mentally and emotionally, your hormones get all unbalanced. There's just no serotonin boost. Like there are so many benefits to getting active that will also help you in the department of being a bomb wife or a really amazing mom and genuinely live authentically happy and not just have to fake it till we make it all the dang time, you know? So I know it's a long process finding your rhythm. Sometimes we have to work out in the nooks and crannies of time. We have to sacrifice something in turn. We have to skip out on something fun once in a while, but I promise it'll eventually feel second nature once you have your routine. I'm not saying once you're in your groove that you have to turn down going out to dinner with friends or any like that. I'm just saying that if you're in a spot in life like I was when I started, my friends were constantly going out and I felt like I was constantly saying no and just turning down the invites. And eventually those people dwindled out of my life. And it's because 
want our, our priorities just didn't match up. And even if they don't want to have the same like goals or priorities as me, it just didn't work out because they were going out all the time. And eventually they got tired of me telling them that I was going to the gym instead. So I'm so glad that I did it. I have amazing friends now. I have forever friends and all the ones that were really important to me are still in my corner. You know, you grow and you evolve. But what I want to say here is we have to stop telling ourselves and we need other people to stop telling us that going to the gym is me time or taking a shower is me time. Now, going soak in the bubble bath with your iPad or a book, that's a little bit of a relaxation as long as there's not a kid banging on the door, right? As long as someone's taking care of that aspect, then yes, that's relaxing. But going take a shower is not you time. That's hygiene, honey. And going to the gym, you know, it doesn't have to be the gym. I say the gym because I'm a gym girly through and through. But if you're a Zumba class girl, you're a hiking girl, whatever, a walk, whatever you like, to get that activity in. What I'm saying is, man, bless this man because he will let me have all the time in the absolute world with no complaints. But sometimes I'll catch my husband saying, yeah, you know, because that's you time. Let, or he'll tell Maddie, you know, you need to let mama go take a shower and have some mama time. And I was like, hold on. I think it's very important. And he doesn't mean anything by it. Like I get what he's saying. So he has very good intentions behind it. But I just want to point out sometimes like I, you know, correct them respectfully and say, hey, like, don't forget, that's not me time, by the way. Like, that's hygiene. You know, I got a shower. (laughs) So and he's like, no, no, I know. He just he means that Maddie needs to let me shower without her banging on the door or interrupting and let me have a moment alone. And I appreciate him so, so much for that. That just kind of reminded me to share that going get your exercise in is not you time, sister. Yes, I enjoy it. Yes, it's fun for me. Like what if I didn't like going to the gym? What if I hated showing up or hated exercise at all? Couldn't find anything I like, didn't like cycling, didn't like any kind of movement, but I showed up anyways because I knew I needed it for my body. Like, okay, sue me for loving the gym. I love going. I can spend extra time there. I can spend all day there, honestly, if I had that time. All I'm saying is that that is not your self-care. And I don't think that anyone has ill intentions whenever they say this. I think it's always coming from a good place. But the problem here that I have is that then people start putting it on the back burner. That's when we start saying, you know, I have other things I need to do like this, that, and the other. I didn't mop the floors yet. Or you're putting this off more and more and more because that's considered self-care. And you don't have time for that because some of us don't have time for self-care like others. Like sometimes it's once a month that we take a self-care day, you know, exercise needs to happen like at least five days a week, in my opinion. But the amount of days you exercise is up to you. Anything's better than nothing. I will always say that one day is better than nothing. Don't neglect one day if that's all you have, because any movement is better than no movement. The issue that I run into is I see people say, I don't have time for myself. And I'm like, you know what? I understand. I understand. And I've been there, done that, still do that. I still prioritize my family over me because we're selfless people, because we're good people. But let me tell you, you are allowed to be selfish in this department. I promise that your significant other is not going to complain about you getting in shape, you know? At least they shouldn't. Hopefully they're supportive, but you got to find that support system. Sometimes you have to have some conversations with the people in your family or people around you or your friends and say, hey, these are my goals and this is what I'm going to be doing. So if I turn down coming hang out with you because 
because I'm dedicating, you know, this hour or this time frame on these days. If I say no, it's not because I don't want to hang out with you. It's because I am trying so hard to make this a part of my lifestyle and eventually it will. And you'll be able to ditch the gym and go hang out and make it up another time. Until it really became a strict part of my life and just secondhand nature, I had to do a lot of skipping out. But anyways, wrapping that up. It's not self-care. You're allowed to have fun lifting weights. I love to lift heavy things and put them back down and pick them up again. It's just a true hobby of mine. That leads me into having a support system because, y'all, I was a single mom for a little while and it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. It was also very rewarding in the fact that I realized that if I could do the things that I did during that time, that I could do anything. But I was ran ragged. I was ran to the ground. And at that time, I had you know, I have independence issues, so it was hard for me to lean on other people. But eventually, my amazing best friend and I were able to get our kid. This is just like an option. So our we were able to get our toddlers who are only six months apart into the same daycare. We moved two blocks away from each other. We made this work. We became co-parents. We switched off picking up the kids. I know not everyone has this, but if you can or you can try to make something like this work, it was life-changing. And I, gosh, I just, I can't praise her enough because she got me through things that I probably, I don't know where I would have ended up without this woman. And she was the definition of the most amazing co-parent and best friend. I'm trying to smile while I say this or else I'll start crying, but just like literally picked me up when I was at rock bottom. Now, what we did was we just had to just switch off. And sometimes the switching off, I had other priorities than the gym, like homework. I started going back to school. I was starting a new job. I had a lot of other things and I was exhausted. And sometimes the gym didn't take precedent whenever I had that time to myself. But eventually, little by little, after I got used to each little new step into my routine, I was able to add exercise maybe 30 minutes at a time. Now it's second nature. If you're around family, you can maybe lean on them. But being a single mom is one of the most difficult things in the entire world, being a single parent in general. But if you are new to an area and you don't have those kind of support systems in place, if you go to church, if you're a churchgoer, there are connection groups, women groups, single mom groups, so many ways to connect with people. Or now there's Facebook groups. There's single mom Facebook groups in the area. And that goes hand in hand with a lot of military spouses. I'm very fortunate that my husband doesn't deploy and that he isn't often gone for work. But take last year, he was gone like, I swear, half the year. So there has been times where he has had to leave for schools or has had to go on work trips. And I'm I'm lucky that he is home more often than he's not. But I know that a lot of my friends in this community are alone and we learn to lean on each other. And that's the same, you know, that's the same thing as what me and my friend did back home. Like we, you have to learn to let go of some of that independence and lean on someone if it's going to make you a better person. Or maybe at home workouts is the place for you right now. If you want some dumbbells or some workout equipment, you can go on Facebook Marketplace, find affordable things, go to a sports store, find some weights, have a little at home session or find a gym that has childcare. Care. There's plenty that even have childcare included in your membership. So maybe you just need to find a gym that you vibe with or that you can take your child or find someone to watch them while you go. My bestie would even watch Madison a few extra minutes so I could meal prep. And what I did in return was I meal prep for her too. I was already making
making a big pot of something, I would just make a little extra or make double and I would portion it out for us both. It was it was a fair trade. And even though she was willing to help me, even if that meant she got nothing in return, it was a lot easier for me to lean on her when I knew that I could also provide for her as well and help both of us. And I loved doing that. I think a lot of this has just come with age, learning to be selfish, learning to take care of myself, learning that I have boundaries and I cannot be the best wife. I cannot be the best mom. I cannot be the best friend when I am not taking care of myself. And y'all, I'll tell you, yes, my friend circle has shrunk. It has shrunk so dang much, but the people that I have in my corner are always going to be in my corner and I don't need a million friends. I just want a small circle that I can actually give my time to. I can show up for if they need me, I'm there, but I have to first and foremost show up for myself so I can show up for my family that I'm creating, my husband and my daughter. They are my prized possessions. I will do absolutely anything for them. I will sacrifice my own time for them, but they all, they both understand, even my small child understands that mama has to go get her exercise on, but all in all, you'll find your rhythm and your routine. You'll find what works for you. You'll learn to let go a little bit of that independence and lean on some other people. I get it. I know it is so hard. Even if you're not a single mom, you're not a military spouse, you have a complete support system at home all the time. It's still hard to find that rhythm, add another step into your day or sacrifice time or just sometimes you just you have no extra time to give, but but eventually incorporate it into your schedule. And one day you will look back and say, wow, Megan was right. It is just secondhand nature. Some last tips I could leave is pack your gym bag the night before before. Pick out your gym outfit the night before, which is something I could be better about. Planning for success is always your best option. If you need to plan snacks, make sure you have food prep for the next day to grab and go. Take with you to work. If you have to run out the door early like me, I need to be setting myself up for success. So I kind of have my gym bag already packed, but I would have a heck of a better time if I had everything packed, planned, ready to go. And so yeah, I'm going to start picking out my gym outfit the night before. I don't know about anyone else, but I coordinate my outfit with my lifting schedule. I know that sounds like absolutely silly, but hear me out. If I'm working legs, I generally like to wear shorts. One, it gets hot. Two, I like to see my muscles. Okay, sue me. If I'm working my back and my shoulders, I want a little bit more strappy tank top. I want to be able to see those muscles pop. It's so encouraging. I just like to see it. But on my leg days, I'm wearing a big old t-shirt and some shorts, and that's what I like. I like to, so I guess I like to see the muscle group I'm working, if you will. If you have any questions that you would like me to answer in like a part two or just a quick answer on an Instagram comment, go follow live and fit underscore podcast on Instagram. I always make a post whenever I post a new episode. So there's always a comment section. If you want to chit chat, I know that this is kind of a one way call, but if you want to hop on over there and comment on the post, I would love to chit chat with you about it. Or if it's a more personal question, you can also DM the podcast and I will do my best to get back to any of those. But thank you guys so much for listening. I'm sending you guys so much love, love to all my mamas out there. And I cannot wait to talk to you guys next week. Bye y'all.